This week's episode of the Art Tactic Podcast is brought to you by our brand new sponsor, ArtCloud. Trusted by thousands of galleries, artists, and collectors worldwide, ArtCloud's all-in-one art management solution and integrated art marketplace is the fastest growing of its kind. Use ArtCloud's marketplace to discover and buy exceptional pieces tailored for your taste, share your favorites with friends and fellow art enthusiasts, and use the app to visualize artwork in your own space. If you're an artist or gallery, plug into ArtCloud's best-in-class art management platform, including easy-to-use client inventory management, sales assistance, and the opportunity to grow your business by listing your art on ArtCloud's booming marketplace. Ready to explore ArtCloud? Registration is free, so sign up now on ArtCloud.com, spelled A-R-T-C-L-D.com, and request a demo today. Thanks for listening to the Art Tactic Podcast. I'm Adam Green. In this week's episode, we're here with Dr. Tim Hunter, Vice President of Falcon Fine Art, an art financing firm that provides loans to owners of artworks seeking capital and liquidity. Tim, thanks for speaking with us. Thank you, Adam. Pleasure. First, walk us through the business model and how your clients typically obtain loans against their artworks. Well, once the client approaches us, we ask uh, them to fill out a short questionnaire uh, after that, I, I normally go and examine the artworks and check that they match our eligibility criteria. And once that's uh, been established, we then commission two independent valuations and carry out our due diligence. Uh, once the values are in, we call a credit committee here at Falcon and uh, the terms are agreed with the client. Then we move to the final document stage and then fun- financing uh, takes place after that. So it's a fairly streamlined process. Are they able to retain the artwork on their wall and live with it? Yes, I mean, that is one of the options we uh, uh, unusually give clients, um, that they can keep the artwork on their walls. Uh, in other cases, sometimes they, they have it in storage or they're happy for it to go into storage, and that can also happen as well. I mean, we, we, we get referrals. Uh, our business comes to us in different ways. We get referrals from banks and wealth managers. Um, I've obviously got a lot of contacts in the art world, and, and we get direct approaches from collectors as well. So it's a sort of range of... Uh, uh, of, of, of business, um, you know, referrals that we have. Yeah, and that leads me really to my next question. Is there a general pattern in terms of the type of collectors you are targeting and what is really their primary uh, need or use of that capital they obtain? Yeah, well, that's, 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 two, that's, that's two interesting but connected questions. I mean, the, the pattern has been that we, we started this in the U.K., and the first few deals we did were, were UK-based. But pretty soon, we found that there was a demand uh, throughout Europe. And I, I would say that the pattern has been the spread of uh, what we do, uh, our, our deals and art financing through Europe. I mean, we've done deals in Ireland, in Belgium, and, and actually just recently we've done one in Switzerland. Uh, we're even looking now also to the Far East. So, I mean, the art market, as you know, is a global marketplace. And I think the pattern that we've we've seen is that there's there's this art financing uh, model is spreading uh, to to new markets. Um, in answer to the question of what what uh, clients primarily use the capital for, well, that's that's an interesting question, and and it is 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 very varied. I mean, some uh, clients possibly a a, a large it's it's a sizable minority of clients will actually buy more art with it they use their asset they, they instead of using other assets like you know cash or other you know, property to uh to to buy art they they make their collections work for them and they actually increase their collections that way some invest in in companies and in their own companies 
some use it to buy other luxury assets. Uh, some have used it in the past for building projects. I mean, the more I think about it, it's, it's a really wide range of, of, of things that people use this liquidity for. And what kind of interest rates are you able to offer clients? And I ask as we see some firms offer very high rates while other private banks can offer incredibly low rates to their clients. Well, we, our rates are higher than banks. Um, but unlike banks, we don't require other assets under management. We, we only finance your artworks. No other assets are required. Um, art is a complex asset to use as collateral. Uh, that's why, in fact, not many lending organizations operate in this area. Um, we, we keep our interest rates to high single digits. And it seems that art financing, the art financing space is becoming more and more crowded as there are more and more lenders entering into it. How do you feel Falcon differentiates itself from your competitors? Well, well first of all, I, I don't think it is that crowded. I mean, there are still remarkably few uh, providers. Um, you know, obviously there are banks, but outside of America, banks are really quite reluctant to finance art on its own. And there are only really a handful of other lenders willing and able to use artworks as collateral, certainly in, 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 in Europe. I mean, we see an increase in the number of brokers who, who, who try and arrange art financing, but the, these brokers aren't lenders in, in, in themselves. Yeah, um, that, that might actually be useful if you could just explain that to our listeners and further detail the difference between the brokers and yourself. Sure. Well, uh, there, are, there can be many brokers around who will try and arrange an art financing deal by finding the client who wants the art financing, and then they go, uh, go out and try and find the the lender and that could be a bank it could be a hedge fund it could be you know an art financing firm like us uh, it could be any number of things or a combination of those things but that's really a you know uh, ad hoc deal that is done uh, each individual time for each client whereas uh, an art lender which is what we are we are financier we we have uh, capital ready and we use our own capital our own uh, balance sheet to finance artwork so you know you come to us uh, where you're coming to the lender directly and uh, that's that's the big difference and there aren't that many uh, lenders who will just do artworks um, so we're, we're, we're quite sort of um, well so I would say there are only a handful and what makes us different from from those uh, we've already alluded to it is, is partly that we and are able to let clients keep their artworks on their wall what during the financing period in many cases and that's quite unusual most lenders will insist that you put it in storage and i think another area that differentiates differentiates us is that we cover a very wide range of artworks we go we will finance artworks from from old masters all the way through you know 19th century pictures Orientalist paintings, all the way through to impressionist, contemporary, modern, and ultimately to contemporary. That's a big range. A lot of lenders will just concentrate on the modern and contemporary area. So I think those are the areas that, that, that differentiates us from other, other art lenders out there. And taking a step back from Falcon Fine Art and just looking at the art financing space in general, what are some recent trends you're seeing in the space that we didn't see previously? Well, um, I think perhaps the main trend is, is this, as we've spoken about before, this, it's the spread of art financing to different markets and different countries. Um, that would seem to me to be the major trend. Um, it's difficult to find a particular trend or pattern when it comes to actual 
clients or the people that are taking out the art financing, I think our client base is, is remarkably broad in terms of age, nationality, and, and, and the type of art that we are, are financing. So I can't, I can't see any particular trends there, but I think the trend generally is that it's becoming more common. Um, if ever there was a sort of stigma attached to it in the UK and Europe, I think that is slowly uh, going. I don't think there's a stigma attached to it in America at all. It's quite a quite a normal thing to do. It's been, it's it's considered in the past. I think uh, taking a loan against your artworks in in the UK or in Europe is is a more unusual thing to do. And I think it, that it's it, the as people know they can do it, they work out it's a, it's a good idea. And I think it's just increasingly common now. In long term, what do you foresee for the future of this space? It seems even today it's relatively small compared to the amount of money that's actually transacted in the art world each year. What will it take for art financing to become significantly more prevalent in the art market? Well, you're absolutely right. In the UK and indeed in Europe, the amount of art financing is is very small compared to the overall amount of money that's spent in the market every year. Um, but as, as we just said, I mean, the, the trend is upward. Uh, it's becoming more common as, as, as people know they can do it. Uh, I think a lot of the problem in the past has been, and what we've found actually, is that many of the clients that we deal with just didn't know previously that they could leverage their art in this way. Um, you know, banks are generally have been re- reluctant to do that. I mean, and, you know, just using artwork. So I think as people realize they can do it, they like the idea and they're, they're increasingly comfortable doing it. I think, you know, it's now 10 years since the start of the credit crisis. And if we see anything remotely similar to that, uh, art will re- represent a very good asset, I think, to leverage. You know, art is famously illiquid uh, as an asset. But with art finance, it becomes much more attractive as an asset that can pro- provide, you know, its owner with short-term liquidity when necessary. And that is something that has not been available before. So I think that you know, looking forward, there's, uh, there's a big future for art financing uh, outside of America, where it's already very well established in the UK, Europe, Far East and other markets where art is, is bought and sold. Tim, thanks so much for joining us on the podcast and speaking with us about Falcon Fine Art as well as the art financing space in general. And if our listeners want to learn more about Falcon Fine Art, what's the website they can visit? It's www.falconfineart.com. Perfect. Thanks so much again, Tim. We appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Adam. It's been my pleasure. Thanks to ArtCloud for sponsoring this week's episode of the Art Tactic Podcast. Trusted by thousands of galleries, artists, and collectors worldwide, ArtCloud's all-in-one art management solution, an integrated art marketplace, is the fastest growing of its kind. Use ArtCloud's marketplace to discover and buy exceptional pieces tailored for your taste, share your favorites with friends and fellow art enthusiasts, and use the app to visualize artwork in your own space. If you're an artist or gallery, plug into ArtCloud's best-in-class art management platform, including easy-to-use client inventory management, sales assistance, and the opportunity to grow your business by listing your art on ArtCloud's booming marketplace. Are you ready to explore ArtCloud? Registration's free, so sign up now on ArtCloud.com. That's spelled A-R-T-C-L-D.com and request a demo today.